And this is Speaking of Writers. I'm Steve Richards. My guest today is Sarajan Bartley Pellissier. Her first book is A Plum's Tale, which follows the life of twin sisters Maye and Nayu. The girls usually enjoy eating their fruits. However, it is another story when it's time to eat their plums. Sarajan Bartley Pellissier is a children's book author. She was born in Haiti and later moved to Canada, where she lives now. Before she started writing books, she obtained a bachelor's degree at Concordia University. After wearing many hats as a professional, she later rekindled her true passion, writing. A Plum's Tale holds a special place in her heart, not just because it's her first book, but she was carrying her very first child as this baby was getting published. Aside from writing, she enjoys crocheting, painting, and playing with her dogs. Sergeant Bartley Pellissier joins me now here on Speaking of Writers. Welcome to this program. Thank you. Thank you for receiving me. So what is this book all about? Well, this book, as you mentioned, it is a story of two twin sisters, Maya and Nayu. Um, it talks about them not wanting to eat their plums. Um, it is a story that is highly relatable. And at the end, with their mother, they just end up having a deal. And they're like, OK, you know what? Here's what we're going to do. Since you don't want to eat your plums, this is what you're, this is what we are going to do. So this story, as um, as you mentioned, it holds a very important part in my heart. It is um, a book that I wanted to to publish, especially using um, melanated characters because there is a lack of representation in children's book. You know, we live in a world that is so diverse, but unfortunately in children's books, um, it is still something that, um, that is still lacking. So I wanted uh, a story that was relatable. I wanted a story that was easy to read and uh, a story with a little more to it as well. A, in order to encourage um, children to, um, to read more, to, and on top of it, um, especially for minorities children, if um, by reading this book, okay, seeing characters that look like them, it is something that makes them feel valued, validated. So this is why I, this is what I had in mind when I was writing um, A Plum's Tale. So why plums and why twins? Oh, well, um, my, I have a very good friend that is very dear to my heart, and she is in the book as well as Mommy Gigi. She has twins, Maya and Nayu, and this is them growing up. Now they're six years old, but them growing up, they didn't like plums. You would find plums everywhere, but not in their dish, <laughs> not in front of them. They would not eat them, so they would come with very amazing ways of not eating the plums, very several reasons of not eating the plums. So I did get inspired by them. And I mentioned in the introduction, um, this first book here, you were carrying your first child while you yes. were writing this book. How did that inspire you? Oh, well, I was, I was really, I, I could say that with Isaiah, um, carrying, carrying him make me want to write this book more, made me want to publish it more because, you know, I'm from Haiti and my husband as well is from Haiti. So we're having a, a little boy um, and I 
felt like, you know, for example, me growing up, I used to read a lot, um, but I could not feel uh, represented. I did not feel represented really in books. And I wanted it to be different for him. I wanted it to be differently for him. I wanted him to be able to, you know, to, to feel like, okay, yeah, I, this characters they actually share my features so it it, it was I, I couldn't I, I can't really put a a, a word to the feeling mm. it was really it was really like a legacy I would say this is something that I was making sure that what I was lacking I wanted it for my kid even if it was you know one book at a time I want this fair representation in books so this is what I I had in mind, like having him inside of me just made me want, just made me want to, want to um, publish the book even more, like have a lot of, a lot of books, a lot of stories that, you know, he could relate to. So for a couple of firsts for you, first child and first book too, and what was the yeah. feeling like uh, when the first book got published? Oh, I'm not going to lie. I was very anxious. Mm. <laughs> very very anxious because this is my first book you know I studied in supply chain operation management so this is not my field this is not my area at all and um, of course I love kids I've always loved kids but um, having a first book published it was it was you know there's like a mix of feelings like having my newborn you know i was so excited having having a newborn and having this book that was coming and i was reading it to him it was in my belly i was reading it to him so when i had the the first copy and i was reading it to him seeing you know how he was reacting to the um to the to the images and everything it it, it was just an amazing uh, an amazing feeling the illustrations in this book, did the publisher connect you with an illustrator or did you meet the illustrator? Oh, the, uh, the illustrator is a very good friend of mine, very mm. dear to my heart. Um, her, her name is Tamerly, but we call her Tawu. So we worked so hard to make this happen. Like this book, sincerely, it, 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 asked, uh, it required so many sacrifices. It was not easy because we started thinking about uh, working on the illustration, but um, it was COVID. And mm. you know, in Canada, it was not easy to see each other. And there were so many regulations, there were so many things that made it not easy to connect. But um, I was so happy that at the end, she was able to express my idea. And you know, she, she, she was able to make it happen. It, it, you know, the journey itself was amazing. And your journey has been very interesting. You uh, have a business background. You touched on that a little bit. Did you always want to write? Yes. Yes. I've always wanted to write. You know, I would tell stories. I was, it, it was more about telling a lot of stories um, to the kids, to the children around me. You know, I was the one always making fun stories with anything around us. It could be a piece of paper. It could be anything. You know, I would just make that just take life um, but I was always scared of writing a book because I was like I, I don't know if I can do it I'm not sure I can do it but um, you know I ended up doing it. <laughs> mm. You mentioned earlier you loved reading growing up who are some of the authors that inspired and books that inspired you? 
Oh, there's this book that I truly love growing up. Um, I read it a lot um, when I was, let's say, seven, six, no, six, five, six, seven. I read it a lot, and it's uh, it's a book called Martin. Um, in Haiti, anyway, this is a book that you could find any, everywhere. So you could mm. see uh, Martin goes to the beach, Mar Martin goes, goes to school. Um, it was, uh, it is a, a book that is written by, uh, by a Belgium author. Um, however, you know, I would see myself doing the adventures. I would see myself doing everything that Martin was doing. But again, she did not look like me. So I, it was hard to me, it would has it was hard for me to relate to the character itself, but I would relate to what she was doing, and this is the the feeling that, you know, if I can change it one book at a time, I I want to do that. I'm willing to take the risk. Mm. A few points here um, that you wanted to talk about: representation in media. Talk about that a little bit. Yes. Well, representation in media, there, we are a diverse world. So of course in media, representation is diverse. However, there, there's still a lack of accurate representation in media, okay? And I seriously, I was, I seriously thought of it several times. I asked myself, you know, who would I be today if, there were a lot of more, let's say, black girls. If there were more black girls in, in mainstream media when I was growing up, who would I be? Who would I be today? Mm -hmm. um, growing up, we do we know that um, the more children are exposed to to diversity, the more that children see that something is is possible yeah. in in mainstream media, the more they, <clears throat> excuse me, they can relate. To the person or to the to the thing, so um, we know, especially for kids, the more they see it, the more they know that it can happen. So I I know, and I would say that I believe that representation has a direct impact on how children see themselves in the future. So this is why, again, I you know I'm I wouldn't say I'm. I don't know if I'm advocating for it, but you know, I want it to happen. How about the importance of positive representation? Yes, it is very important um, that there is more positive representation of minorities in, uh, in mainstream media, um, because we do see my, uh, minorities in mass media. It is, however, sometimes non-accurate in a non-accurate way and it is time that this truly changes because when accurately represented you feel relatable it gives you a sense of comfort of belongingness kids are the future and the more the new generation is exposed to positive representation the better the, the acceptance and inclusion of others this book, by the way, uh, A Plum's Tale, is available at writersrepublic.com, also Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com as well. What about stereotypes? Uh, well, you know, again, um, me being a minority, uh, because, again, I'm from Haiti, 
Um, the, I've real, I was exposed to a lot of stereotypes in, um, in mass media because you know, it is the main source of information um, about everyone. So television, for example, well, when, when I was growing up, it overrepresented um, Latinos and Blacks as lawbreakers. Um, and as a young Haitian growing up, it bothered me a lot. I just couldn't relate. I would just, I seriously would tell myself, okay, they lack imagination. It, it, it's not normal that this is the only stereotype that they have. This is the only way they're presenting minorities, you know, these minorities. And um, it was sensually a shock to realize that this was also how I was perceived when I was traveling. So at some point, I do see, um, in a couple of years, I did realize there was a shift at some point in my in in mass media, um, but there's still a lot of room for improvement. And I believe, for example, in gestures like including different characters, diversity in children's book, then more children again are exposed to diversity. And I think these are the children that will grow up and understand that, you know what, it is time to have fair representation, you know, more accurate way to um, present diversity in, in mass media. And finally, what would you like kids to take away from this book? Uh, from this book, um, you know, this book has a little moral to it. So I, first of all, I wish that while reading these books, they feel validated, they feel seen, they feel heard. And on top of it, you know, as I said, there's a little moral to the book so that they know they can tell the truth and mommy will always be there, you know, to, to help them, to, to reward them. And of course, you know, always tell the truth kids because it is the way to go. <laughs> <laughs> the book is A Plum's Tale. It is available at writersrepublic.com, also amazon.com and barnesandnoble.com. Sarajan Bartley-Pelissier, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you again, Steve, for your, uh, for your time and have a good day. You too. And this is Speaking of Writers. Bye-bye.